0: Tonight, a war zone far from home. Canadian fighters volunteering on the front lines in Ukraine. (laughs) Risking their lives to fight the Russians.
1: And then we heard them getting closer, and then closer, and then bang!
0: As Canada's tank contribution comes under scrutiny. We can only carry one tank per flight new victims of violence on public transit. It's becoming a more common thing. And the drive to expand police protection. Plus a privacy breach at the checkout counter.
1: It sucks to know that it's just being used indiscriminately. I I don't like that. Home
0: Depot and Facebook accused of sharing personal customer information.
2: CTV National News with Omar Sachedina.
0: Good evening, everyone. Canada finally revealed today it is stepping up its military contribution to Ukraine by sending tanks. But we begin tonight with the untold stories and rare images from the Canadians risking their lives to battle the Russians in an unrelenting war. This is just some of the devastation inflicted today. A wave of Russian missiles, 55 in all, leaving 11 people dead. That kind of violence against civilians is what has compelled some from this country to leave the safety and comfort of their homes and fight overseas. Our coverage begins with CTV's Adrian Gobriel. This
1: frontline footage from the war in Ukraine has never been broadcast before. The soldier firing this automatic M4 at Russian forces is one of 18 Canadians CTV News has tracked down on the battlefield in Ukraine in recent months. If I'm being honest, they're basically fighting for the entire West right now. Those we spoke with share their own experience fending off the deadly reality of the Russian invasion. You can hear a little... <laughs> and you're like, but that's coming close. It's a scramble to get everybody into a basement or a a hole in the ground, just somewhere where you're not out in the open. Speaking from his home in B.C., a retired Canadian Armed Forces veteran, who we're calling James, spent several months in Ukraine. Multiple factors resulted in his decision to join the Foreign Legion. Why did we liberate France from the Nazis? You can definitely see throughout the world there is a democratic decline and a rise in authoritarian countries. Democracies have to stick together. For a Canadian infantry veteran turned sniper who goes by the moniker Wally, Ukraine is his second self-assignment as a foreign fighter after going to Iraq.
3: Ukraine is not perfect, but the same as Second World War. You know, allies were not perfect, but still we are on the good side.
1: While a number of Canadians have gone to Ukraine to fight, Global Affairs Canada acknowledges the government of Canada does not track how many citizens have left the country to fight in Ukraine.
4: This is one of the challenges, is just trying to figure out who's gone over and why.
1: A former CSIS security analyst admits that the government has never known exactly how many citizens leave the country to fight overseas, even during the conflict in Syria.
4: We don't have exit visas. We don't have, you know, little tags on Canadians where we can follow them wherever they go.
1: Though CTV News has learned that a pro-Kremlin account on social media is tracking Canadians in Ukraine, adding them to an online hit list falsely claiming Canadians like James are Nazis. This is one country trying to take another by force, um, by waging a massive disinformation campaign. Seemingly undeterred, most of those we've spoken with who've returned say they plan to go back to Ukraine, where at least three Canadians have already died. Omar. Tragic, a fascinating insight. Adrian, thank
0: you. And we have more in depth accounts of what has driven Canadians to fight in Ukraine. The report by Christy Somos is on our website, ctvnews.ca. Russian hackers could target Canada, according to the intelligence agency in charge of cybersecurity. The CSE is warning about hacktivist groups seeking to compromise or disrupt Ukrainian-aligned allies. Now, as we mentioned, Canada showed more support for Ukraine today by sending tanks. But as CTV's Annie Bergeron-Oliver reports, there are questions about why the government didn't send more.
4: The German-made Leopard 2 tanks are a beast on the battlefield. And in the coming weeks, Ukraine will get four from Canada.
3: These heavily armoured and highly protected vehicles provide soldiers with a tactical advantage on the battlefield, thanks to their excellent mobility, their firepower and their survivability.
4: Canada's Leopard 2 tanks were bought for the war in Afghanistan and remain our main fighting tank. But compared to our allies, who were sending at least 14 tanks each, Canada's contribution is low.
5: Compared to many of our European allies, our fleet is relatively small. There are several thousand of these tanks in uh, in Europe. We also have to take a look at serviceability rates and the tanks that we are sending are serviceable. They are ready.
4: The Army currently has 112 Leopard 2 tanks. 82 are designed for combat, 30 are used as support vehicles. Exactly how many are ready for battle is not being revealed. But a 2018 report written by a senior military officer estimates the fleet is unable to achieve a serviceability level higher than 30%.
5: Anything that Canada can send can help the Ukrainians uh, fight the Russians, so this is good and we should keep looking in the inventory what else can we give them.
4: Sending the advanced highly technical tanks alone won't help much, so Canada in collaboration with other Western nations is sending spare parts, ammunition and troops to train Ukrainian forces.
0: going to be introduced to a different version of the same basic idea because our
5: tanks run different systems than the former Soviet material that the Ukraine is using. And so they need to be trained on how to operate them.
4: The defence minister says more tanks could be sent in the future. And getting them to Ukraine, Omar, won't be easy. It's expected the tanks will be airlifted one at a time.
0: All right, Annie, thank you. A service delay on the subway led to a driver's anger in Toronto.
5: If you'd like to voice your displeasure, you should probably call the mayor's office, John Torrey. He's the one who's in charge here, so you should probably call him and let him know what you think about this.
0: Today, the mayor's office said first responders had to help an injured rider, but it's a sign of how high tensions are running in the city after a series of violent assaults across the public transit system. CTV's Heather Butts on the new plan to ramp up policing.
3: A violent purse snatching caught on surveillance video. Teenagers arrested after firing a BB gun towards a woman on a subway.
4: It makes me worried that it's becoming a more common thing.
3: The recent attacks on both riders and employees led to a new response today by Toronto Police.
2: Our plan aims to have upwards of 80 police officers in place
3: throughout the city's transit locations every day. Officers won't be reassigned, they'll be working overtime.
2: We don't know exactly what is behind these incidents, but we know that the root causes are complex and they're going to require a coordinated approach and response.
6: I think where we lead with a little bit more empathy is to try and understand the causes. Julia Rady was randomly
3: attacked on a subway last
6: month. I was hit so hard in the head that uh, my nose started to bleed and I remember going and trying to stop the bleeding on my nose. The avid
3: transit user says the solution has to go beyond policing.
6: We also need to look at what is animating the circumstances by which people feel compelled to be violent or that they're making these sorts of choices. What hurt is causing, what hurt are they facing?
3: Last spring Edmonton created a new safety plan that included more police but also more community support. Vancouver has had success with a transit police texting service.
4: They can just get on their phone they can just like look like anybody else on the train texting not paying attention and alert our dispatchers
3: who then can dispatch a police officer to help them. Another tactic is crime prevention through design. You're considering factors that would help deter crime so that could be better lighting um, shrubbery uh, taken back so that there's no hiding spots. Toronto's mayor says they are putting more community support workers on the front lines. How much the additional police officers will cost is unclear.
0: Omar. All right, Heather, thank you. The city of Memphis is on edge tonight as it awaits the release of police body cam footage tomorrow of the brutal beating of a 29-year-old. Tyree Nichols died after being pulled over by police. Five officers were fired from the force and are now charged with murder. Here's CTV's Washington Bureau Chief Joy Malbin.
7: All five police officers arrested and are now murder suspects, facing serious charges of second-degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct, and more. In the beating death of 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, one of the worst cases of police brutality, this federal investigator says he's seen in 30 years.
1: And I'm grieved. Frankly, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm sickened by what I saw. In a word, it's absolutely appalling. What
7: he and the Nichols family saw is video of the traffic stop. Nichols was stopped, suspected of reckless driving. Officials say there were two confrontations. But what happened next is being condemned as savage by the police chief.
5: This incident was heinous, reckless. inhumane. You can hear the
7: chaos from police audio that night. Investigators say Nichols was pepper-sprayed, tased, and there was a delay before an ambulance was called. He died three days later. An autopsy commissioned by his family found that Nichols suffered extensive bleeding caused by a severe beating.
1: He was a human pinata for those police officers. It was an unadulterated, unabashed, nonstop beating of this young boy for three minutes.
2: Oh, my God.
5: Once the video started and I heard my son's voice, I lost it. Because all I heard him say was, what did I do?
7: Tonight, Joe Biden and Memphis officials are calling for calm, bracing for protests and outrage when that police body cam video is released on Friday night. Omar?
0: All right, Joy, thank you. A tense situation in the Middle East tonight after an Israeli military raid in the West Bank killed seven Palestinian militants and two civilians. Israel says the mission in Janine was aimed at detaining members of Islamic Jihad suspected of carrying out terror attacks. In response, the Palestinian Authority said it will cut off all security ties with Israel. Late tonight, Palestinian fighters fired rockets at southern Israeli sites while Israel responded with airstrikes. Hate crimes against Jews and Muslims in this country are on the rise, and today Canada appointed its first special representative on combating Islamophobia. CTV's Vanessa Lee on the timing and magnitude of the move.
6: Time has not eased the pain that pierced through the Muslim community. Six years ago, six men were gunned down in this prayer
8: room. <inaudible> Ahmed
6: Chadadi survived the shooting. He says he is holding on to hope for a tolerant and just society capable of living in harmony. Human rights advocate Amira El will help the government develop inclusive policies and programs. Her office will have an initial budget of over five million dollars. It's really about you know coming together, finding, you know, promising solutions and ensuring that you know a Canadian Muslim anywhere in this country can feel safe. Strong! Great! Across the country, many Muslims say they feel like they are always a potential target. Their fears heightened by hate-motivated attacks including the one that killed four members of the Afzal family while they were out walking in London, Ontario. Our education team has received nearly one call a day uh, since schools reopened in January. Things ranging from
3: Islamophobic, uh, like egregiously Islamophobic content in curriculum to uh, incidents of Islamophobia where... You know people are facing violence
6: and harassment as the quebec islamic cultural center marks a somber anniversary they are opening their prayer room to the public this week in an effort to demystify their sacred space omar
0: all right vanessa thank you taxpayers will no longer be on the hook for the home internet bills of mps from the two biggest parties the liberals and conservatives ended that practice after the expenses were made public A recent report says 31 conservatives and 27 liberals claimed home internet costs for themselves or their staff. No word on whether other parties will also ban the practice. Time for a short break, but when we come back, sheer panic and luck after a bus plunges into a lake, plus a cosmic close-up with a newly discovered asteroid. Boeing told the Texas court today it is not guilty in two horrific crashes that killed a total of 346 people including Canadians.
7: We live in a pain and distress and stable ground and yet the murderer walking free going home to their loved ones.
0: This mother from Toronto lost her 24-year-old daughter Danielle when a 737 Max jet crashed in Ethiopia in March 2019. Five months earlier, the same plane went down in Indonesia. Families want the American aircraft giant held criminally responsible for the fleet's flawed design. Some terrifying moments for a driver and his seven passengers after a bus crash in Turkey. Surveillance video shows the moment the driver loses control of the steering wheel before the bus plunges into a lake. Water quickly flooded the vehicle, leading to a chaotic scene on board. Incredibly, though, everyone on board survived but three had to be treated in hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. Here in this country, top Via Rail executives were grilled on why hundreds of Canadians were left stranded on its trains during the holiday winter storm. CTV's Kevin Gallagher on the Crown Corporation's defense of the travel debacle.
2: The horrendous holiday travel delays and cancellations via rail passengers faced forced top executives to explain what went wrong to a parliamentary committee.
5: It gave us a chance again to reach out to our customers and apologize for the challenges that we all faced.
2: Not exactly sure, as usual, how long that will take. Hundreds were trapped on board this train after a tree fell on it. For university student Darcy Tyrrell, Was a 22 hour debacle. Mostly, I was just frustrated uh, because Via Rail wasn't communicating. Via Rail says there will be an independent review and admits it did not give passengers clear or timely information. The tracks are owned and operated by CN Rail, another complicating factor, according to Via. Invitations to this meeting were sent to CN. CN declined, but have
5: expressed interest at appearing at a later date.
2: The Conservatives pressed via executives on when they met with the Transport Minister.
5: The action plan to address
2: the shortcomings in that meeting was held on January 11th.
8: First of all, I'll just say
2: that that seems awfully late. Via Rail says it was in daily communication with Transport Canada officials during the crisis. In a statement, the Transport Minister's staff says Omar al gabra took part in briefings and provided direction.
0: Kevin Gallagher, CTV News, Ottawa. Coming up, the price of convenience. What Home Depot shared with Facebook about its customers' e-receipts.
5: One of Canada's most popular big box retailers
0: is under fire tonight for breaching customer confidence at the checkout. Canada's privacy watchdog called out the company today after a customer complained Facebook held a record of in-store purchases. Here's CTV's Creason Adjkate on the findings and what the commissioner is saying about how widespread the practice is.
8: The investigation into Home Depot reveals it shared customers' personal data without their knowledge or consent to Meta. Facebook's parent company.
1: It sucks to know that it's just being used indiscriminately without my permission, so I I don't like that.
8: Canada's privacy commissioner said the retailer shared information from e-receipts.
3: Please scan your items.
8: Including purchases and email addresses to the social media giant to see whether customers had Facebook accounts. If they did, they were sent targeted ads. This practice uh, is not consistent with privacy law. It has to stop. THE PRIVACY COMMISSIONER FOUND THIS PRACTICE TOOK PLACE SINCE 2018 UNTIL LAST OCTOBER.
7: THANK YOU FOR SHOPPING AT THE HOME DEPOT.
8: HOME DEPOT SAYS IT RELIED ON IMPLIED CONSENT AND DIDN'T SPECIFICALLY ASK FOR IT BECAUSE CUSTOMERS COULD GET CONSENT FATIGUE. THE COMMISSIONER REJECTED THOSE ARGUMENTS. THIS TECH EXPERT SAYS THE CONVENIENCE COMES WITH A LOT OF CONCERNS.
5: I THINK THIS IS A WAKE-UP CALL FOR A LOT OF THEM TO SAY MAKE SURE THAT YOU RECEIVE CONSENT Make sure that it's an opt-in not an opt-out.
8: And the commissioner says the practice may not just be limited to Home Depot. It could be happening at other stores where purchase history can be more sensitive. Our sense is that these tools are widely used and this is why uh, the message today is that all organizations should review their practices. Home Depot Canada won't face any fines and wouldn't reveal how many customers were impacted but it says they have since stopped the practice. Chris Natchkate, CTV News, Halifax.
0: Well, nearly a year after a retired teacher made a discovery west of Edmonton, she's been able to solve the mystery, sort of. Turns out it's likely a shoulder blade bone belonging to an adult mammoth that once roamed the province about 10 to 14,000 years ago. The bone's been donated to the Royal Alberta Museum, which helped solve the puzzle.
7: It just grows the story that we've been building over time about how Alberta looked in the ice age.
0: The museum will visit the site once the ground thaws. It's being kept secret to prevent others from digging in the area. And a curious black bear in Boulder, Colorado, is proving it knows how to strike a pose. Make that 400 poses. The animal was captured on nine different cameras set up across 46,000 acres at a park. And as you can see, clearly showing off its best angles. The motion sensor devices were put in place to learn more about the wildlife in their natural habitat. But the cameras barely had enough room to snap photos of other animals. Pun intended, a star is born. Coming up, the close encounter with Earth that has astronomers more riveted than rattled. And finally, a cosmic pass over Earth's surface tonight caused excitement, curiosity, and worry. While there was no risk of the asteroid the size of a delivery truck hitting Earth, it came close and served as a reminder of the surprise of celestial objects. Here's CTV's John Venavelli-Rao.
5: In the movies, approaching asteroids are rarely, if ever, good news for us on Earth. But the little hunk of space rock that just whipped past us, for astronomers, it was actually a bit of a thrill. All talking about it right now, but it's not because that it 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 could hurt us. It's because of how close it got to us and and the implications for other things out in the the universe. Simply called 2023 BU, we only knew about the close encounter thanks to this amateur astronomer in Crimea who first spotted the asteroid with his telescope on Saturday. He also discovered a comet a few years ago, an interstellar comet. So he is uh, quite a very competent amateur astronomer. NASA immediately checked to see if the asteroid posed a threat. Fortunately, it was only the size of a truck. If that was going to hit the atmosphere, um, it would just kind of burn up and shatter into a a shower of meteorites. But they were struck by how close it passed by this evening. It's the dot in the center of the image, just 3,600 kilometers above the Earth, passing within the orbit of many satellites. And the fact that it wasn't known to exist until a few days ago is a reminder asteroids can still catch us by surprise. That's what happened a decade ago when one more than twice as large exploded over Russia, the shockwave smashing windows. There are more than a million known asteroids in the solar system, and NASA says this was the fourth closest approach they've ever recorded. One that thankfully did not end like those Hollywood movies. John Venevalli Rao, CTV News, Toronto.
0: Yes, very thankfully. And that's a staff shot of this Thursday, and John is here tomorrow. For all of us at CTV National News, thank you for watching. Good night.
8: crucial questions to expose the truth. Who's at risk? What needs to change? When will justice be done?
4: There was actually a plot to kill you.
8: Where's the proof? Why did this happen? Watch W5 Saturdays at 7 on CTV.